0: Turn me the- the voices to sing the chorus bless the Lord oh my soul oh my soul worship his holy name sing like never before oh my soul worship your holy
1: This has been a good morning and um, wow what an t- amazing worship and uh, you know we just want God to break out and he is breaking out. Be encouraged you guys that have been praying for the nation you know sometimes right before the wave breaks it goes out and it looks like things are not going to happen But but we believe God has tagged America for these days that's why we're here we're not here for any other reason. We're here for well, we're here for Him. But uh, but I believe that these are the greatest days that are marked for us. Well, um, let me just pray, and then we're going to jump in. We've got to do a couple things this morning. You give me liberty, right? Yes. I mean, you you always do. You don't have a, a you know. I mean, you do have a say so, but at the same time, you you give freedom, and uh, the Lord is free, and so we have to go after a couple different things. Well, Lord, we thank you for this morning. We really honor you. We thank you for the worship. We thank you for interrupting and just uh, Lord, just let that just unction roll into this place, Lord. And we want to be a people that are set apart for you and set apart for this time. And we want to do all that's in your will, all that's in your heart. And we thank you, God, for your word. Lord, we want to be rooted and grounded in the Word, and we want to be full of the Holy Spirit and be a people that's just loosed to your will in this hour. So we thank you, God. We pray for the anointing on the the preaching of the Word this morning, and and God, that we would be changed. We don't want to just hear the Word. We want to be doers of the Word, and uh, Lord, so we just sign up, we sign up down in the bottom where it's, we don't know all that's. It means, when we sign up on the empty blank? Yes, Lord, that's what we say to you today. In this place, Lord, we bless all of those that are watching by the web stream and wherever this goes. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we do want to do two things this morning. um, We've done that from time to time. We tackle two different subjects. And, you know, really, um, we only want to do what we see the Father doing. That was the success. Jesus, He was successful. How many of you agree He was successful? He only did what He saw the Father doing. And so we know right now, you don't have to have uh, much discernment at all to know what God is doing. That He's He's brought something to stare right into the face of the church in America. And uh, we have a great opportunity to repent, to turn from what I believe has been and will be recorded as one of the greatest evils of any generation. And that's Abortion. And uh, this is a time we've got a call on God. And I, I hope churches all over America are rising up in this moment. This is not a time to do our own thing. We have to do what God's saying and be willing to risk it all. But anyway, Psalm 56, verse 5 says, Seek the Lord while He may be found. Call upon Him while He is near. How many of you know He's near in our nation right now on this subject? And He's been doing many things. Let the wicked forsake His way and the unrighteous His thoughts let him return to the lord and he will have mercy on him and he will abundantly pardon you know there's a lot of encouragement you know politicians won by the just you know every all of hell came after them to defeat them but now they're in many places around the nation and they're letting god use them in this abortion issue that's on the forefront and god is emphasizing thinking about georgia Man, they went after hell, erupted down there, you know, and the election. But the man that's there is the right man at the right place at the right time. And they're going to sign the heartbeat bill. Now, I know that Hollywood is all upset. You know, if you dare sign a bill that says if there's a heartbeat and you can't extinguish the life of that child, we're going to leave Atlanta. But let me tell you. Let him leave. God, do a double portion of blessing on Atlanta, Georgia. We don't need those things. Now, I'm not trying to get political here at the same time, but we have to address this subject. If I don't address it, you're going to have to. We got to, you have to do what he's saying when he's saying it. You know that scripture says, if we remain completely silent... You and your house are going to die. What, who was that? That's Mordecai, to Esther. If you remain completely silent, you and your house are history. And uh, so they had to rise up. Did you hear about this? In a little bit, I'm going to show you the trailer of this if you hadn't seen it. Some of you are not maybe as up as, you know, but it's in the news and things happen. that. But anyway, in Statesville, unplanned was shown. And after one of the showings, before the crowd could get out, a man stands up and says hey before you leave I think we should pray and they had a prayer meeting in a theater after the movie and then after I shared that somebody told me that's happened in many places you know I'm I come from that generation you do too it still only takes a spark to get a fire going you can get a big fire going Well, obviously that's what happened at Logan's house you know whatever happened there we want to help that family but uh, some people from 40 Days for Life contacted me this week, and they said that uh, we, if we want to, if you want to be involved, you want to get on the, on the battlefront. You, there is an abortion clinic in Winston-Salem. Now, you can't go and shout and hold a sign, you know, and all that stuff. But if you want to go pray, you want to stand across the street and pray, as we saw in that movie, you can do that. Just see me, but you can go also to 40daysforlife.com. And uh, they're in the midst of 40 days of fasting, and it ends next Sunday. So we, we got in on the last of it. So I'm just going to call a fast if you guys want to be a part Tuesday. Because Shirley and I are going to go be a part of that. We're just going to go stand on the street and pray. And if anybody wants to come with us, they can come on Wednesday. So Tuesday, let's have a day of fasting and prayer that God will bring abortion down, okay? And just however the Lord would direct you. But if you want to be a part... In fact I'm gonna call you how many of you will be a part to some degree on Tuesday you will fast one meal two meals or three meals all right how many of you refuse and you're going to be first in line and no 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 you're not yeah oh, you know what I'm saying we just some things will not go out but by fasting and prayer so we want to go after this subject this morning again because you have to speak it you know your words reverberate through the atmosphere we're speaking I don't know how many churches are, so we're going to be one that does. So we're going to speak over the atmosphere this morning. And then we're going to do something at the end totally different. We're going to have fun. I hope we always have fun. If you come to church and you're bored, we need to do something else. We need to go fishing or something. But, um, you know, take me fishing. But we don't want to go fishing. Yeah, we do. We really want to go. That's what we're getting ready for. We're getting ready to go fishing. It's the biggest catch of ever, I believe. So we're going to do that at the end and pray for people. But I want you to go with Second Timothy or Second Peter, chapter two. And if you hadn't been here the last few weeks, you might want to catch up, and because I, I believe all these messages and the things we're doing build on one another. And but we were talking about Psalm 11. Remember when the foundations are? destroyed. What can the righteous do? And we talked about a whole list of things that the righteous can do. How many of you remember that? How many of you remember some of the things we actually talked about? Eh, There's not as many hands, but uh, that's why you repeat things. And uh, But the first thing was, you just go to Psalm 11 and just read it. It all pops out to you. The first one is, trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord in this. When your foundation is shaking, when the foundations of nations are being shaken, you trust in the Lord, first of all. And then there are a lot of other things that are there. So you'll have to go back and listen to it. I'm not going to repeat again, because uh, I repeated it twice. But, you know, this is really a serious moment. How many of you sense this in our nation? We may not get this opportunity again. We have to respond ...to what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to our nation. And the church is the one that's to shout the loudest what God is saying. If we don't speak up, then the heathen will speak up. Hollywood will speak up. They are speaking up. And we have to speak up the truth now. So let's tackle this and we're going to pray in just a little bit, okay... ...and cry out to God in this place. And um, and then we're going to just have fun and pray for one another and see some miracles... I want to see miracles i'm tired of hearing about them you know what i mean people tell me i've seen the dead raised i've seen limbs appear okay you tell me these stories i want to see this you know what i mean i believe god period i'm going to believe him to the end i mean if you're there i believe him and we've seen stuff but these are the greatest days yet we've in history so we want to just i'm just going to put him at his word put him to the test you remember what he said in malachi you know, test me now and see where well, we're going to do that. But anyway, 2 Peter chapter 2, is everybody there? Verse 1. Okay, 2 Peter chapter 2. But there were also false, false prophets among the people, even as there will be among you. And there will be false teachers among you who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the Lord who brought them, and bring on them swift destruction, and many will follow their destructive ways, because of whom the way of truth will be blasphemed. Now, this is not just speaking about false prophets coming to the church. There are false prophets in the land, you know, that speak on the network television each night, and that uh, do certain things. By covetousness, covetousness, greed, they will exploit you. And many young women have been exploited. With deceptive words, for a long time their judgment has not been idle and their destruction does not slumber. For if God did not spare the angels who sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be preserved for judgment. And did not spare the ancient world, but saved Noah, one of eight people, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood on the world of the ungodly. And turning, the, here's another example, and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into what? to ashes, condemned them to destruction. Now, why did he do that? It says, he well, he did that because of their sin and rebellion, but also for us. He said, making them an example to those who were afterward would live ungodly, And but in the midst of it delivered righteous lot. He was oppressed by the filthy conduct of the wicked. For that righteous man dwelling among them tormented his righteous soul from day to day by seeing and hearing their lawless deeds. So, Lot dwelt among the wicked. He saw the things going on. And what did it do? It grieved him. Have you ever been grieved in your heart? The things you hear, you see going on? Well, that's a good sign that you know the Lord. You should be grieved. This is an example for us to follow. It should grieve us. This stuff that's going on. and Now look over in Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 1. Just read some scripture and then we'll... In fact, this one we're going to come back when we get to the second portion of this morning. The verse 1 we're going to touch on this again. But therefore be imitators of God as dear children and walk in what? That's why 40 Days for Life said, don't come, you know, shouting and, you know, ridiculing and condemning. Just come to pray. And when you see that movie, you'll see it really works. It's an amazing. And walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God. But fornication, uncleanness, and any list, many things of which in verse 4, neither filthiness, that's obscenity, nor foolish talking, that's a buffoon. Buffoonery, you know any buffoons? We don't, don't look around or anything, but it says, don't look up this way. Maybe you can look another way right now. And coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. For this you know that no fornicator, unclean person, covetous man, idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of God or the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words. You know what empty words are? Your own opinion, man's opinion. Dr. So-and-so's opinion. Don't let anybody deceive you with empty words, for because of these things, the things we just mentioned, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Either we're going to be a son of disobedience, or we're going to be a son and a daughter of righteousness, son of light, son of the kingdom. And uh, But we can't really be in the middle anymore. I mean, if you know that, the gray area has been totally removed. It's like the... Uh, people heard, you know, about our president Either you hate him And the people that hate him really hate him There's hatred like we've never known before Or you love him And you put up, you know, you love him in spite and, uh, But anyway, it's the same way it's going to be with you and me You know, there's the two examples, Cain and Abel And uh, they're going to hate the righteous It's going to happen So get ready to be hated Now, that's not a bad thing because if you're hated by the world, if you even think about living godly in Christ Jesus, you're going to suffer persecution, right? We've already covered that, we know, so we'll remind each other when things happen. You must be thinking about living righteous. That's a good thing. So expect the second half to come. And don't back off of your stand. Okay, let me get back wherever we were, empty words. Don't be a partaker with them. For you were once darkness, but now you're light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Finding out what what is acceptable to the Lord. Now, we read this not too long ago, so I, I needed to go back. We should find out. This is our responsibility. Find out what is good. Find out what is righteous, and find out what is truth. Most people today are accepting everything they hear from the media as truth. Most, 100% of what you hear is not the truth. So find out what the truth is. Don't be gullible. America, don't be gullible. Don't accept what they tell you. Search it out. The Bereans in the church, search out daily to see if these things are so, if they're really in the Word of God. So anyway, find out. Have no fellowship. Say no fellowship. With the unfruitful works of darkness. But rather expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of those things, even which are done by them in secret. And then we know all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. The Amplified Version for that verse says, Take no part in, have no fellowship with the fruitless deeds and enterprises of darkness. Enterprises, the corporate industries of darkness, the structure, the inner working. But instead expose, reprove and convict. For it is a shame even to speak or to mention the things that such people are practicing even in secret. Now regarding the unfruitful works of darkness. The enterprises of darkness. That's what that means. The enterprises, the inner workings of the kingdom of darkness. What are you to do? Take no part in it, right? Have no fellowship. Don't become a supporter. Don't give them your tax money. I'd love to tell our guys in D.C., you don't give them our tax money. That's what the Bible says. Don't ignore. You could pretend they don't exist. A lot of believers do that. A lot of churches, they just, well, that's them. Let them go ahead. No, you're supposed to expose and reprove it. That's the hard part. This is what separates, you know, those who really are serious about following the Word and from those who just want the coast. You know, the coast is really great and, you know, no trouble. Don't ruffle any feathers. you on all that stuff. None of us are there. We don't care. This is too late in time. We want to ruffle all the feathers we're su- that are supposed to be ruffled. Because the Lord ruffled a lot of feathers. Same thing with Him. They either loved Him or hated Him. They crucified Him. Okay, understand it's a shameful thing to talk about this stuff. And it is. But talk about it, we must. We're the church, we're the pillar and the ground of the truth. Okay, though they are done in secret, we have to bring them to the light. And I'm going to show you the trailer. How many of you have already seen the movie Unplanned? Most of you haven't. And I wanted to do this online because you guys need to go see it. So let's just show this and then we'll talk some more about it and, and go for it. We you your we you your breath. Abby Johnson is in the other room.
2: Here. Our first order of business is to present Planned Parenthood's Employee of the Year award. Abby Johnson.
0: This is Abby. She's our newest volunteer escort. Abby, this is Cheryl Alessandro. I'd be the youngest director in Planned Parenthood history. You'll actually be in charge of the abortions at your clinic? I have a chance to make a real difference.
2: No matter what you do for the rest of your life,
0: you're still going to be a baby killer. The only thing that's changed is you, Abby. Can you even hear yourself talk right now about these procedures? These are little babies. I'm not going to apologize for doing a job that helps women in crisis. There's still a part of me that isn't sure. I know. But the one thing that all experts agree on is that at this stage the fetus can't feel anything? Sorry to bother you, but they need an extra person in the back room. Are you free? I saw it. It was like it was twisting and fighting for his life.
1: We commend the souls of these hundreds of children. And Lord, we pray to end abortion.
0: I really appreciate what you've done for us. I'll not forget it. 22,000 abortions. How do I even comprehend that?
1: Rough day at the office? You can say that. <laughs> ben! What are,
0: you, what are you doing?
1: It's your dad and me. You are our baby from the moment of conception.
2: We are paying you to be a perfect instrument of corporate policy. We are an abortion provider. I can't be part of this
0: anymore. Everything that they told us is a lie. Don't underestimate the repercussions of this. You gotta be careful. Rhonda, please, don't do this! Rhonda! Let me tell you what's gonna happen if you walk through that door. Congratulations, you make an enemy of one of the most powerful organizations. On the
1: planet amen I want you to go with me to numbers 32 and by the way we're gonna go again on Tuesday night it wasn't coming the movie wasn't coming to Wilkes County and somebody we know sitting over here had the burden for it so we contacted the the owner who we real good friends with and he brought it here and we bless the owner and uh, we thank God for that, for that man, and uh, we're just grateful. But for the burden that Shirley had. But look over in Numbers 32. Oh, we're going to go. If anybody wants to go with us, Tuesday, you know, Tuesday is five dollar night, and so uh, popcorn costs way more than the movie. And um, yeah, you meet us at three fifty. No, six fifteen. 6.15, because I believe Tuesday night's going to be crowded. Let's try to pack out. Those of you watching, wherever you're watching from, if you can get to Wilkes County, come join us 6.15 at the theater, Tuesday night. Get your own popcorn. Buy your own ticket. But we'll all gather and just go in and invade that theater, okay? Support it. We want this movie to, you know, they made it R so that kids wouldn't go. Or, the, you know, the age that they're targeting. There's nothing R-rated in it. It's all truth. Well, you're going to come up in a minute. You're going to come in a minute. Well, you can, you can do that. No, you can, Charlie, but don't come twice. You'll mess it all up here, you know. <laughs> no, she's not going to mess anything up. We have a lot of fun. We just live our lives together before you. And it's a lot of fun. Eva, you've got to see this scripture. Okay, Numbers 32. Verse 6, how many of you think you might join us Tuesday evening? 6.15, yeah, try if you can. But we need to get there early because I don't know, it could be a lot of people. And um, it's just support. And we're going to go on Wednesday and just pray at that clinic. Yeah, it's Two Rivers. Yeah, where is it, across from the Arby's? Across from... uh, and the greatest, to me, the best Mexican restaurant in town is right there. You know, a, yeah, Chili Verde. But. Anyway, Numbers 32, we've got to get serious. This is church. We can't talk like this. No, you can. To me, you know, we, you know what the most like church was? I shared this. It was a few weeks ago when Eugene Bach was here. He had his ball cap on and his glasses to masquerade because that's not his real name. And he was telling us about what's going on in China through the social credit system. The beast system is what it sound like to me. It sounded like Big Brother on steroids. But, uh, you know, that to me, I thought, man, this is the church of the hour wearing a ball cap. And um, I'm going to wear a ball cap sometime. But I just would like to do that. But anyway, verse 6, you've got to see this. I'm, I want to get back. It's serious. So don't, we're not trying to be silly. And Moses said to the children of Gad and to the children of Reuben, Shall your brethren go to war while you sit here? And then you know the context is there were those who were seeking to discourage God's people from going into the promised land. I think Haley referred to that this morning. They were giving them the bad report of how big the giants were. And in verse 9 it says, And they were, they discouraged the heart of the children of Israel so that they did not go into the land which the Lord had given them. And so the Lord, how did he respond? He was angry. And then he swore, he said, no one 21 years old and above are going to enter into the land that I swore to give them, that I promised, except for two people. Who were they? Joshua and Caleb. Why were they different? They wholly followed the Lord. They wholly. They weren't like what we read a few weeks ago out of, where was it, Psalm 81? You know, the greatest hate crimes today are not being committed Out there. They're being committed in the churches of America. It says in Psalm 81 that the pretenders, those who pretend to follow him, are the haters of the Lord. Those that hate me are those who pretend submission to me. That's what the scripture says. But Joshua and Caleb wholly followed the Lord. And that verse 6 really is just... It's something I think God's speaking. Shall your brethren go to war, and you sit here, very comfortable, in your little chair? Somebody sent me a uh, word from Nita Johnson. I like Nita. I've, you know, not I don't follow her as much as I used to, but. She had this encounter with the Lord and she's prayed. She's one of those people we probably have been given an extended time in America because of people like Nita Johnson who would have these prayer gatherings all over America. Praying, I mean, these guys pray all day. It's a conference on prayer. You go to her meetings, it's all you do. I mean, there may be a little teaching, a little instruction. But she said the Lord showed her three nations and one was England which she felt like eventually represented all of Europe, but that, you know, the Brexit, you know, they're trying to undo the Brexit vote. And uh, really, what their goal is, is to enslave England. You know, Brexit would have been a way out. So whoever it is behind the scenes are trying to undo the Brexit, warning them, threatening them, telling them, if you pass Brexit, you're all going to die of starvation. You know the world will come to an end in 12 years, things like that, and we hear some of that over here too. And then, and then she said God showed her Africa, but in particular Nigeria. And um, she said she had this encounter. She said she saw believers running from, I guess you know, the, the crowd that was after them, and they were carrying torches and they were coming. And so the believers ran into a church in her dream, in her in her encounter. And they torched the church. And she felt like it was a word that there's coming. A great attempt to basically commit mass genocide of the believers in Nigeria. Then I just saw George Parrott send a word out about prey against the plans of genocide in Nigeria. This stuff is real. It's real. And then she saw America. And she saw that, you know, many people call them the elite or the deep state or whatever. They're... Sons of darkness is what they are Sons and daughters of the devil So you know there's a The whole earth lies under the sway of the wicked one And so the wicked one has his key people In positions of influence But their goal They're, they're very panicked in this hour They're panicked because they're losing There are signs of hope Prayers breaking out in theaters You know, things are happening, things, they're signs that God is about to move mightily. I think he's already begun. That's why the signs are, we're even seeing them, God is moving. But that they're going to lose total control here as we get close to 2020 and the election. And they're going to want to tear up everything they can tear up. So that's why we have to pray a little bit even harder. Not even a little bit even. We got to go to war. We're going to sit here while our other brethren go to war like Nita Johnson. Here's some examples of war currently raging around in, in America. One, there's a war for freedom, we know that. You know the way to escape or to be immune from someone taking your freedoms. You know the way to, um, to escape that. Be free in Christ. Whom the Sun sets free is what? Free. free, period, indeed. Doesn't matter. They can come, lock us up, pin us in, it doesn't matter if you're free in Christ. That's why Brother Yoon's testimony that was here, you know, he shared with us the powerful faith that he had, being tortured in prison. And then there's a war on truth. Let me show you something real quick. You guys are not in a hurry, are you? The movie doesn't start till 6.15 Tuesday. You got all, we got plenty. But uh, Exodus. No, no, this is really good. Look I should probably just really go into this sometime more, but Exodus 23, verse 1. This is what's happening in America. We've got to confront it. You shall not circulate a false report. Why? Well, there's a lot of reasons. But there, how many of you know there are false reports being circulated? Not only out there, there are false reports being circulated in the churches. False reports. Men's opinions. Empty words. So anyway, don't circulate a false report. Look in verse 2. You shall not follow a crowd. Now that's good advice for us, isn't it? Don't follow the crowd. You may end up over the cliff. The crowd may be running over the cliff. Don't follow them. You know, be one that stands out in the crowd. Ben, you're one of those. Be one that stands up. Go against the crowd. Everybody will be going one way. You go the other way. Because Jesus will be with you. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. So don't follow a crowd. But then verse 6, don't pervert justice. Yeah, that's going on too. But verse 7, keep yourself far from a false matter. And do not kill the innocent and the righteous. Because you know what happens when false matters are repeated. The innocent and the righteous both are harmed. This says killed. But they're both harmed. And we're going to, in that movie, you will see it. It was, the girls were hurt. They were harmed because they believed the lies of Planned Parenthood. That that, that that which they were carrying was lifeless. No life. It's a lie. You know, and so, so much. But Satan's the father of the lie, so what's new? And that's hell's agenda. Lying is one of the big things at the end of the age. But not only liars, remember in Revelation, liars have their part in the lake that burns with what? But guess who else has their part in the lake that burns with fire? Cowards. Cowards. That's going to separate a whole bunch of folks in America. They go to church every Sunday. I'll never forget seeing that um, when we were at the warehouse when this church was over in um, Wilkesboro. I saw a vision one day of... I saw, what I saw was a lot of people going into churches all across America On any given Sunday They're walking into church But there were very few coming out And I said, God, what does that mean? He said, a lot of people are hearers of my word But they are not that many doers of my word Compared to the, with the numbers of people going They love to have their ears tickled Is what Anyway, he went on a little bit more But I'm looking for those that will do the word Regardless of the cost, and they'll take the stand, and then you know there's war against gender. Do you know, I saw where the Congress wants to pass some stupid law called the Equity Law. Well, actually, it will outlaw gender. Churches will not be able to call someone a man and a woman. You could go to prison. You've offended by calling someone a man. I haven't figured that out yet. You know. People that don't know which one they are, I can tell you how you find out. Just, just pull your pants down, and I can tell you, you're either one or the other. He, he created them, male and female. That's it. He didn't do any more. Okay, so we gotta. Shirley, you almost ready? Almost. Okay, good. Now, regarding the movie that you're going to go see, it's, it's a true story about a woman who was a Planned Parenthood, what was she, employee of the year. And it shows how many girls have been lied to. And, you know, we've got to remember, there are a lot of girls, they didn't necessarily want to abort their child. It's just they were encouraged by maybe a boyfriend or father. And that movie points that out, too. A father drug his daughter. And she almost actually died in the movie, and those things happen in real life. But anyway, the darkness of Planned Parenthood, or it shows the the money involved in abortion, but also the darkness of Planned Parenthood. Seems like not long ago, God uncovered things that were going on in Planned Parenthood for all the nation to see. But they still went on without any, you know... We still support them, still, they're still tax exempt. What, what else was it going to take God to do? He uncovered, he lifted their skirts. You know there's this thing called the uh, Margaret Sanger Award. She was the founder of Planned Parenthood. Somebody's got to tell this and shout it abroad, and I know some people are, but Margaret Sanger was a wicked woman. She was into eugenics. She thought that she should help eradicate an entire race of people. And back in that day, they had what they were trying to do, was called a permit for parenthood to limit the number of children. And she said this, and this you can look it up online. The most merciful thing that a large family does to one of its infant members is to kill it. And she was into overpopulation and all this stuff. You know, they give awards every year. Ted Turner won it back in 2004. What did he start? TBS, TV, and all those things. Not TBS. Yes, all of those. CNN, didn't he start that? Hillary Clinton won it in 2009. Nancy Pelosi. These were those who, she won it in 2014. These are those that had their ideals were more, most like Margaret Sanger. Could you imagine? She could have been the president of the nation. There are people that were going to vote for someone with the ideals of Margaret Sanger. God have mercy on those. Because God looks at how we vote. You don't do anything in secret in this hour. God's going to walk into the voting booths in 2020. You want socialism? God wants to know. Those that vote for socialism, God's going to mark it you're going to get it. One way or the other. I, I tell you, I'm glad I'm not God. He's a lot more patient than me. But I'd have said, you want socialism, you would have it. You know how many people have died under socialism? How many millions of people have been slaughtered at the hands of the control? I'm telling you, we got to tell people the truth. Well, the movie shows the horrors of what really goes on in abortion clinics. They don't tell the kids that. And then it's, you know, my own opinion. is my opinion, but I believe I could back it up. It's the worship of the beast. Because the beast always desires the sacrifice of children. It's all through history. The sacrifice children. It's Baal. Yes, it's Baal worship. And that thing's coming down. Let me... Um, hey, Shirley, you should come share your word right now. Now you have the platform. And she's my lovely wife.
2: Well, I want to explain the R rating. Parents, please, this really is not an R rated movie. They rated it R, the Motion Picture Association rated it R. There There are several categories. One of them is language. I think we heard two tiny little bad words that are actually in your Bible. Uh, let 's see what else nudity no nudity whatsoever, sexual content none, so that leaves the final category, and that would be violence. There are some scenes that are difficult to watch because they do depict actual abortions, okay, so in that, I am agree in agreement with the Motion Picture Association. Yes, abortion is a violent act, so they got that right, however, it was really to discourage the church from going, but more importantly to discourage youth groups from going. So if you're a parent and you have a teenager, please, please take your child do, do something. I mean you both need to go see this, so I want to encourage you in that. And, and yes, I'm, I'm in agreement with the Motion Picture Association, yes it is a violent act. Abortion is. Okay, so another reason why it's very important that the church goes. A couple months ago when I first found out about the movie, and as a result of the Virginia governor in New York enacting and making statements about third trimester abortions, which is dear to my heart because I was born at 26 weeks. Way back, a long time ago in the last century, I was born at 26 weeks and I lived, I was not a bunch of cells and tissue. Okay, so I started to um, just get into this a little bit more than I ever really have in my life. And I found out this. These are startling facts, and I want you to understand them. Sixty to seventy percent of abortions in the United States are performed on women who call themselves Christians. Forty percent of those abortions are performed on women who attend church once a month or more. So we as a church, and I don't mean just us, but in general, we have fallen down on the job of of sticking up for the unborn, and maybe have inadvertently pressured girls to get abortions that if they had had the proper support, would not have. So we need to think about that. So that's why it's really important. This movie really, really uh, explains that well. Now, there is a group called 40 Days for Life. And that is a 40-day prayer vigil. Pastor talked about that. It happens in the fall and in the spring every year. And Winston-Salem, the Winston-Salem chapter is having one right now. It ends on Sunday. So if you you said you would participate, you would fast possibly on Tuesday. But the points are things that we want to pray and intercede for the children who are at risk of perishing. We want to pray for the men and women who carry the pain of past abortions. Okay, We want to uh, pray for the workers uh, at Planned Parenthood facilities and abortion centers. That they would have an aha moment like Abby Johnson had. That they would realize that they are murderers and that they would get out as soon as possible. Okay, uh, We need to pray for our local, regional and national leaders right now. A lot of states are considering the heartbeat bill. Some have passed them, some have not. Okay, other states are kicking the the knee, it's a knee-jerk reaction in the other direction, and they're passing outlandish legislation to abortion and even considering infanticide. So we need to pray about that. And most importantly, we need to pray for revival in our churches, which we are doing, and repentance in our nation, that we would have national repentance and sorrow over the millions upon tens of millions of people that have been murdered in our nation. Okay, quick little thing here. Since this has been going on, they have 816 cities that have participated in 40 Days for Life. It's been going on in 56 different countries. They've had over 750,000 participants, 19,000 churches, They've had 15,256 lives saved from abortion. So my thought is that while they're there praying and interceding, they may perhaps, we may perhaps get to talk to somebody. And they change their mind. I have a testimony of a personal friend of mine who did that very thing. She was there on the sidewalk praying, got to talk to a young girl. The girl went in changed her mind, came out 10 minutes later, the child was saved. So it makes a difference, a huge difference. Um, One of the things that Abby Johnson talks about, as director, they would send her to workshops and one of the workshops was a anti-abortion harassment workshop, that was the name of it. And they gave a statistic that said on any given abortion day, because they don't do them every day, but there are certain days that they do them. You may have 20 to 25 percent no-shows on the abortion appointments. If there was a group on the sidewalk praying, or what they said, just a group out on the sidewalk, but we know what they were doing, that number jumped up to 75 percent. Just in that very act alone was enough to discourage the women from not following through. So it makes a huge difference. So they've had 186 abortion workers quit their job, and 99 abortion facilities were closed as a result of just this one group. And there are other groups out there, so it does make a huge difference. Okay. Do you want me to read this? No. Okay. Oh. Okay. Now, on another side note. <laughs> It's fine, we have all day. (laughs) Okay. He wants me to tell the story. Okay, here we go. On another note, he and I were praying for the president one morning this week, and in my mind's eye, I had, I don't wanna call it a vision, but I saw something. And so what I saw was this. I saw a little Dutch boy, complete with the shoes, the hat, you know, the blue eyes, blonde hair. He was running alongside a dike. And a dike is a wall that goes along a river or whatever, and it keeps the water from flooding onto the land. Holes were appearing in the dike. And so this little Dutch boy would put his fingers in the holes to plug them up. But no sooner, when one hole was plugged up, another one would appear. He would leave the first hole to run and plug the next one up. And this happened over and over, until there were too many holes. Finally, I saw a hole that had written across it, unplanned. Of course, that referred to the movie. And the water began to p- pouring out of it. And as it was flowing so fast, that the little boy couldn't stop it up the water just kept he couldn't you know he, he'd do whatever he could but he couldn't stop that one and, uh, and meanwhile as he's trying to stop up unplanned all these other holes were still pouring now the dike represents all the false ideas beliefs concepts theories and understandings that the enemy is using to control the masses of people and to keep them separated from the word of god in christ the water represents the word of god which is Christ himself. And so the water of the word of God is being poured out across this land like at no other time I have ever seen. Okay. Now there is a warning to all of this good news. The enemy will not just sit by and let it happen. While great rejoicing should be taking place for the victories we've just experienced, I believe that the enemy will try to create an event that will capture the attention of the American people and take their attention off of what God is trying to do in this nation and in their lives. So we must pray against this. We must intercede against this, okay? And even though we, and we are thankful. Lord, we are so thankful. We wanna be like the man who was healed from leprosy and remember to go back and say thank you to Jesus. We always wanna be thankful. However, we've got to pray against the enemy's plan. Yes.
1: Good job, good job. Hey, just, um, we want to pray, but just a couple of scriptures, because some people say, okay, now you tell me it's wrong, show me where, what's right. So let's look real quickly at two scriptures, and I want to pray, and then we're going to do that other thing. And it won't take long, but we're going to believe for miracles. We really have to go after this. But look in Psalm 139, real quick, 139. You're familiar with the scripture. Most of you guys are, and uh, our kids really need to know this. Because people, we will be asked and we have to be ready and willing to give an answer for the hope that we have. Verse 13 of Psalm 139, For you formed my inward parts, you covered or you wove, is that scripture. You wove me in my mother's womb. So in the womb, God is weaving the design of what we are to be. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. My frame or my bones was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. That's even before. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed. And so even before the birth, it's in the scripture, your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed. And in your book, they are all written, the days fashioned for me when as yet there were none of them. So that's far beyond birth. There's a book with the names and our purpose. Not that we're robots. We have to yield and surrender and submission to Him. But there's that which God has ordained for our lives. How many of you know that? So that's real. And then look over in Romans chapter Romans chapter 6 or chapter 9. And then we want to pray. And I want you to join me. In, and we've got to make this a matter of prayer. We have prayer every day going on. Let's really this week, David and Jody, let's... Encourage our prayer that goes on here every week to really pound us. Yes. We really need this to start really the yes. Here every day of the week. Yes, every day of the week there's prayer going on. Sometimes it's just the leaders. We need people to help. And we need everyone to be. What are you going to sit there while there's a war going on? And so we have to pray and our goal is to take this what we're doing into the county. We want to build a canopy of prayer. So we're going to pay for our pastors breakfast here coming up and we're trying to build it. We're doing all we can. We're not just trying to build our house while the kingdom lies in ruins. So we got to be out there doing stuff. But come help us. Come join. And anyway, we have a list out there when all the times we meet for prayer. But look in verse 9 for this of uh, Romans 9. Verse 9, for this is the word of promise, at this time I will come and Sarah shall have a son. And not only this, but when Rebekah also has conceived by one man, even by our father Isaac, for the children not yet being born, children not yet being born, nor having done any good or evil, that the purpose of God according to the election might stand on not of works but those whom God calls. And so God is calling people before they're even born, they're even thought of, and he has their days. So let, would you guys just join me in prayer? Let's just let's just pray. This is a serious word that, that Shirley had, too. You know, we can abort the plan of God, um, the plan of the enemy. Are you going to abort the plan of God, too, if you resist in your own life? Ultimately, God's plans are going to be, they're gonna, it's going to happen. Anyway, let's, hey, join me. In prayer, if you, can, if you want to come to the altar, if you just want to get by your chair. But I want us to cry out to God during this window of opportunity that America has. You know, he said, call upon me while I'm near. And he is near our nation. And he's stirring all of this up. He's the one turning the hearts of theater managers <laughs> to show this. And he's brought it to the surface. But we also want to abort the plan of the enemy. That would try to distract America. What it's called is a a white flag or something like that. False flag. Yes, we're not going to let it happen from Moravian Falls, North Carolina. We're going to spoil the plans of the enemy. Lord, we just come this morning. And um, we just cry out to you, God, as a congregation of believers. First, God, Lord, we repent. We repent for allowing this. Lord, that will one day be recorded as one of the greatest evils in the history of mankind. God, we repent that we as the church in this nation as a whole have set by and allowed this evil, this genocide, Lord, to exterminate millions upon millions millions of children God we thank you that you love us so much that you've held back you gave us an example you said just like Sodom and Gomorrah that Lord Sodom and Gomorrah was an example of those who would afterward would live ungodly and God we thank you that Lord you've had incredible mercy incredible mercy Lord our one of our heroes Billy Graham used to say If God doesn't judge America, he's going to have to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah. God, we just cry out for our nation. This little window of opportunity, we don't know how long it lasts. But God, we thank you for placing governors, all of hell, tried to keep them out of their position, but you got them there. Senators, congressmen, Lord, mayors, city officials, people all over the nation. That are called into the kingdom for such a time as this. And you moved the earth. You moved heaven to get them in those positions. God, deliver them now from the political. That call that wants to succeed in politics. And let them just be what they've been called to be. A man or a woman of truth and righteousness. That will blow the alarm. Sound the alarm. And they'll they'll stand up in their way. For hope and life. And God, we pray. We cry out, God, that you'll bring abortion down in America. God, we pray that prayer meetings will break out all over the land. In theaters across America. God, we pray that churches again would be flooded. The altars flooded. Crying out. God, forgive us for doing our own part. For not standing up. God, we pray right now for the girls, the innocent many of them they were lied to they were forced to go into these clinics so that some boyfriend could escape the sin lord some father didn't want to face the shame or whatever god we ask for mercy and we ask you to heal these young girls all across the land that have gone through this being lied to all along the way god we ask you to heal them and restore them and bring forgiveness and mercy A new beginning, God. Lord, we just thank you for the testimonies. But we're asking you, God, to tear down Planned Parenthood for all, God. Lord, you said these are the evil enterprises and we're to have nothing to do with them. We're to expose them, even though it's shameful to talk about it. God, we ask that you move. A movement will begin in our Congress and Senate. Lord, even among the most hardened, hearted, to defund that which is done in this place. God, we ask you for mercy, God. We ask you to deliver us from this evil. And Lord, we thank you. We recognize this little brief opportunity in American history of which you've promoted, you've you've lifted the covers again, and you're letting this be made known. God, we pray against any false flag that will now try to distract the American people to some other catastrophe that would totally take its eyes off of this sin called abortion lord we pray just spoil the plans Lord. we're just asking we're believers we're gathered two or more are gathered in your name so we just say god whatever's being planned let it be spoiled let it fall apart let it not work in jesus name so that we can get the full benefit of this little season of opportunity in america to truly repent and turn once and for all god so, so lord this is what we're praying we're praying lord we thank you the church has more power than any politician hollywood any deep state official god we do not even know who those people are we just know who we are in you and we are far greater in christ jesus we have the authority here and prayer moves mountains so god we're asking to move in our nation lord let this spark a great awakening let this be the spark god let it be the spark that sets a fire God, let it be, let it set it on fire. The whole nation erupt. Lord, there've been prophecies. Men and women have given their lives for this hour. They've suffered reproach for this hour. They trusted you. They believed you when no one else believed that you could move in America again. God, we're asking you to do it now. God, let the trumpet sound clearer than it's ever sounded in America. Let the gospel come forth with power and authority. And we're thanking you and believing you for it, God. We've been called, every one of us. We do not want to be among those who sit still while others are going to war. We thank you, Lord. Any war you call us to, we're assured of victory because we always triumph in Christ Jesus. So we thank you, Lord. And Lord, anybody in this room, anybody watching that's had an abortion, we extend your mercy. I hear repentance. I hear people crying out. God, forgive me. I didn't know what I was doing. Lord, we thank you. There's forgiveness. There's mercy. The blood of Jesus cleanses from all sin. And we thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, for saving Joseph. What a testimony. We get to be a friend of Joseph because you intervene. And we thank you for all the Josephs and the Marys out there. And Lord, all of those that made it. And God, for those that didn't make it, we're just so sorry. We're so sorry, God. We're so sorry. It was the leading cause of death worldwide last year. We're so sorry. God, forgive us. God, forgive us. Forgive us, the nations. We cry out, forgive us. And we thank you, Lord, that you're a God that forgives and heals and restores. Lord, do your greatest bidding in this hour. Let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Heal our land, Lord. We humble ourselves. You said, if my people are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, you would hear, forgive, and heal. Lord, every one of us, we're asking one more time in America, one more time from sea to shining sea, let the world see there's a God that lives and moves and is in the midst of his church. We thank you and believe you for it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you for Abby Johnson, God, and just protect her. She's got to be, who knows what's assigned against her. Protect her, bless her, keep her. Lord, thank you for her testimony. Thank you for those believers that stood outside the gate and prayed. Thank you, God. And Lord, forgive the times when. We get a little out rowdy. Lord, we're just people. We're flesh and blood. But thank you, prayer. You answer prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to do something before we go real quick. You guys good? This only take about 10 minutes and we're going to go. We got to see healing. There are people struggling with things. Kidney stones, heart things, just stuff happening all the time. And um, regarding Jesus, you guys watching by web stream, don't give up on a yet. You believe in him, right? First of all, we believe for God so loved the world. Number two, we know him. Paul said that I might know him and the power of his resurrection. And the second part, the fellowship of his sufferings. The church in America will get to know the second part of that scripture. And then to follow Jesus, you know, he that puts his hands to the plow and turns back or looks back, not even fit for the kingdom. This is not a time to fall away, though many will. We're not. We're going to keep as many. And then we're to love Jesus with all our heart. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. We're to model Jesus. We are to be, some people will never see him unless they see him through me and you, right? And so we, even as he is in the world, so we are to be. We're to preach Jesus. You know, Paul said that I might, you know, preach Jesus Christ and him crucified. We're to teach all that he's, this is a whole message in like two minutes. Teach all things that he's taught us, to observe them. He said, you teach them everything that I've taught you, and lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age especially those that are alive on the earth at the end of the age. You want some to know that. Um, Last week, I know this little bit different kind of worship. We had an orchestra. We all need a little culture. You know, it 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 uh, it was a lot of fun. But a lady got healed. A lady was visiting from Canada. A lady visited from Canada. And she told us after, she's up here saying, I got healed. Jesus healed me. So why didn't you tell us in the midst of this? It would have encouraged us all, you know. But anyway, I told her, well, I'm going to tell your story next week. And then uh, Joshua from Kenya, you know, we, there's a church called The Gathering. You guys are new. God got saved watching the web stream, started a church called The Gathering. He said they had some revival meetings last week. A, man, a crippled man had been crippled for many years, came to the meetings. I think they met in his home. They just crowd in or whatever, you know, out in the streets. The man walked away walking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Totally healed. And um, Jesus is Savior, but He's also a healer. He is the healer. We got to go for it. We got to believe God, regardless of what we see. I know people say there are all kinds of reasons, and I'm not. I'm all I know is what Jesus said in His Word. Real quick, let me look at a couple of things, and then we're going to pray for one another. Luke chapter, um, Luke chapter 6, if you want to go there real quick. Luke 6. It's familiar, you know what it says. Luke 6, verse 17. It says, And he came down with them and stood on a level place with a crowd of his disciples, and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem, And from the sea of Tyre and Sidon, who came to hear him and be healed of their diseases. Hear him and be healed. As well as those who were tormented with unclean spirits. You know, we have, this is really awesome, we have a deliverance team that's in training right now. Meeting, that's a home group, that's getting ready for when demon-possessed people come. So we can cast them out. Jesus didn't negotiate with demons. He didn't try to get along. Hey, you demons, let's sit down and see if we can work this out. Compromise. That's what we're trying to do too much. Just cast those things out. That's what Jesus did. He just cast them out. So we got a little group that's training and you can call on them because people are going to start coming. People are going to start manifesting. What are we going to do? We can't be religious when that happens. You got to start. You got to at least know what Jesus said. Cast them out, man. Go cast it out. How? Well, that's what they're learning to do. All right. Matthew 9, 35. Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom. That's the message we get to preach in this hour. That's what most excites me. And healing every sickness. (laughs) Wait a minute. Does anybody got an eraser? That can't be true. Every sickness and disease among the people. Every. How many of you know what Hebrews thirteen eight says? Jesus Christ is three things: the same what, forever, and then He commanded His disciples, commissioned them. Matthew 10, 1 He said, you know, um, He called His twelve to Him. He gave them power over unclean spirits, that, as we said, to cast them out and to heal all kinds, all kinds. Of sicknesses and all kinds of diseases. Luke ten, it wasn't just Jesus, the disciples. He said, Wherever you go, heal the sick who are there, and say, The kingdom of God has come near you. And then you remember Mark 16. This is just a real quick thing. And these signs shall follow them that what? That hear, know, that believe. They cast out demons, they'll lay hands on the sick, and there's a whole list. You know, there's a big debate about health care again right now. There are those who say, we're going to keep Obamacare. I do not care what you say, we're going to keep it. It ain't the answer. Then the other side says, well, we have the answer. But you know who really, really, I'm going to be honest with you, you know who really has the answer. The greatest health care system in the world belongs to the church of Jesus Christ. Because we know the one who healed all kinds of disease and sickness. So anyway, we got to pray for people today. So here's what we're going to do, and we close out this morning. How many are facing some kind of sickness, disease, weakness in your body? I mean, there's something you're going to believe God to heal you today. And you want to stand. Stand. Would you would? Stand where you are. Okay. We're going to put him to the test. He said that about tithing. If he said it about tithing, why not say it about the works of Jesus? Because that's how we know he's in our midst. Okay. Okay. Now, how many of you others that are sitting, because I'm glad some of you are sitting, are believers? Okay, you're believers. So I want you to look around real quick at somebody standing. And in, in just a moment, I want you to go to them, get around them. Well, go ahead and do that now. Find somebody. We've got to have everybody that's standing being prayed for. Maybe you guys are standing. Raise your hand but, so that you, we make sure everybody gets covered raise your hand until somebody comes by you and prays for you hey we got someone right back there we need some of you young guys right there right th- over there everybody with their hand raised right here we have some in the front if we got a big crowd we need to spread out some. i need some right here hey you right behind you guys you can just turn around and, and uh everybody okay here's one right there right here in the middle We need some believers. Hey, Ruthie, go pray right there. You're, okay, there's somebody right behind him. All right, everybody's covered. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to just, we're going to practice. So the first thing you do is ask them, say, hey, can I lay hands on you? And then, you know, you abide by their wishes. Okay, the next thing, let's just do this. Just thank Jesus that he loves that person and that he wants to heal them that he is their healer. Okay, then ask them about the situation going on. Just say, tell me a little bit, if you're, if you're free to tell them, you know, it may be a personal thing, but just tell them a little bit. Say, what is it that you're facing? We're getting some information here. Some of you know what the situation is, so you're just already. They don't have to tell you, they, you know. Okay, so you got a little information Now it's okay. I've, I've heard people say don't ask Jesus to heal them. It's okay. You can ask him He's the healer But he commanded us so you can ask him Jesus touch this person touch this need this uh, this Whatever it is whatever the, the deafness that whatever the, ask the Lord do it but then you use authority you say in Jesus name I command this whatever it is be healed in Jesus name be restored be restored be made new speak life whatever it is speak sight speak hearing if they're having a problem walk it speak that they can walk strength into those legs whatever it is the neck the back speak into it and then thank Jesus will thank you that you're going to show yourself strong to those whose hearts are loyal to you and i'm loyal i'm i'm believing you okay then ask them this is just a quick course ask them say hey are you healed any difference any difference move something that wasn't you couldn't move or is are you healed okay if they're not do it again pray again in jesus name use authority i command In Jesus' name, the one who rose from the dead and lives, I command healing, life. I command it in Jesus' name. I'm speaking to that mountain, commanding it to go. Now you can ask again, Jesus, show yourself strong. Jesus, touch this person, your daughter, your son. Thank you, Lord. Thank and then thank him. There's no really right way or wrong way to do this. Just do this. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for healing. Thank you for power. Thank you for the power of the kingdom. Thank you for the power of the gospel. Thank you. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. Thank you, Lord. You've called us to preach the gospel and to heal disease, sickness, Thank you for the health care plan. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Okay, how many would say you were healed or something happened that you think sure looks like healing to me. I'm on the road something. Okay, one, two, anybody else? Three over there, four, five. You say, hey, there's something's happened. Okay, others you say it hadn't happened yet say that say it hasn't happened yet yet but it has because i'm a believer and we're going to believe god to break out healings are going to break out we're going to wake up one morning healed healed in the name of jesus so we thank you lord we thank you for what you're doing bless these people precious believers that have faith lord i thank you nothing is impossible to those that believe nothing is impossible we thank you in advance we're going to see the impossible made possible right before our eyes hallelujah god bless you guys